0: Peeps. It's me again. And you're probably wondering, what? Well, it's me again. Back here with another podcast on deck, but this time it's because I'm talking about March. And not in the basketball kind of sense, but it's definitely madness in March though. I'll tell you why it's madness. (laughs) Okay. Did you hear today? Texas Greg Abbott of the governor of that state apparently decided to do the most unthinkable thing. And I think this just tops all the shit that Texas has been going through for, like, you know, this past, you know, last month to, uh, pretty much till now. And man, it's almost like they can't even chill for even one second. But the sad thing it is that, um, apparently he decided to lift the mask. And then today it was trending that they're pretty much resting in peace that state. Obviously it wasn't enough for them having... No, you know, sustainable living, uh, outage, and all of a sudden, well, now they're dying as a state, officially, apparently. Well, it remains to be seen what actual Texans themselves say about this, but I did see some snippets of people that said online that this actually happened, and they were basically retreating that one infamous Spongebob episode where, I guess you could say Sandy didn't like the fact that SpongeBob called Texas dumb because she comes from there and it was insulting. And so apparently adding insult to injury, unfortunately, for her, she wasn't getting the best experience of her life because when she was feeling homesick and talking about why she liked Texas and sung about it and all that shit, apparently, you know, they felt bad, Patrick and SpongeBob, but at first it was the initial feeling was they felt bad for her, but then Patrick said, who, you know, cares about dumb old Texas? And I guess, guess what? Only the Texans care about dumb old Texas, except for their governor. And that guy's in a wheelchair. Don't believe me? You should look, you should look at him once in a while, like on TV or checking him online. And this is a dude, I'm saying, this is a dude in a wheelchair telling people of his home state that they're going to lift mask, you know, mandate. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? For real? And you can't even barely stand. Okay, well, if you're going to stand in your shit, sir, or try to attempt that one day, make sure that when you abolish this stuff, it's not going to be forever. But who knows? Well, and like I just, uh, while I was leaving off, um, I paused the video, uh, not the video, but the podcast for a moment because I was watching something and kind of wanted to just like Uh, change the song also on my uh, iPod but anyways I wanted to talk about was like you know this March Madness stuff and how unfortunately it's just maddening time how it started anyways uh, you know that was the best way and unfortunately the worst way Texas decided to kick off the whole okay we're into this March Madness nonsense apparently just lose the mask yeah that was that was smart yeah (laughs) yeah right See, that's why when you saw on Twitter today, like me, rest in peace, uh, Texas and Spongebob references to Texas, it was because of him. Like I said, that guy, if you haven't noticed yet, he pretty much is a dude in a wheelchair with this Republican base, and that's basically him. And that's the second Republican guy in a wheelchair, besides the other dumbass that was in the insurrection during January 6th of this year. Anyways, um... Long story short, that follows Florida, basically, and possibly Arizona, because I know Arizona also doesn't have that kind of mandate. Well, i have to probably check on that, to be honest, but I know it's mostly Florida and now the state of Texas that doesn't have a mandate, and supposedly online, somebody says the state of Mississippi may be joining in the whole lose the mask mandate. So, apparently, during this March Madness of anything, even though this is just a reference to basketball, it's madness in general because when you think about it, it's just madly. Like, who in the hell wants to, like, you know, just lose a mask just because of how boring and tedious everything is? Like, you know, from what it's been, it's been like a whole year almost now with COVID, this year, this month. So, like I can say, officially during this Madness March, it's been a year with COVID, Especially since we have been stuck with COVID-19 since March of 2020. And even though it initially started the last week of February until now, but I call it, it's been a year with COVID. So guess what? It's been a year with COVID. So during this March Madness Nonsense, I could say honestly, it's just crazy. It's maddening, but the great news I have to report today is that my governor of my state, California, Gavin Newsom, decided to finally let us of uh, the Central Coast area, mostly of Slow County, basically, primarily, we are now in the red tier. We just stumbled into that because I guess apparently since February, we haven't had any spikes in cases getting bigger and not much hospitalization because the numbers have been going down because what I told you people earlier about my last podcast, precisely what I said. Had Gavin Newsom not put us in that special type of holiday tier that he did and do those holiday restrictions, we wouldn't be going down in this county, which I know it sounds unbelievable, but this is why he's getting recalled, okay? Because he was doing his job versus Greg Abbott of Texas. I would say, I think we should recall Greg Abbott instead. Of Texas, the guy in the wheelchair, he's obviously not doing his job right. I guess maybe whatever. He can't see a pev somebody's waistline. Apparently that podium's way too high for him because this job also is too big for him. Like most things in Texas, it's considered big. Even the job for this guy, apparently. But anyways, people, that's what's been happening. Just how to report that. Um, for everyone else. Um, I would have to say it's been an awesome time. And we're loving it right now in California. But yeah, of course, there's still those people that still don't recall him and shit. But unfortunately, you know, they don't realize as the people of our great state that this is what he had to do in order to prevent a ballooning, if not booming, you know, influx of all this stuff. And since the vaccines have been kind of distributed evenly now, since the weather sort of died down a little bit across the nation, It's becoming more apparent that people are starting to get, you know, contacted and getting, you know, in hand and and getting their like uh, vaccines and everything and stuff. So it's actually been benefiting. And then this is why I'm saying that since the cases are lowering down, the people are starting to take initiative and taking responsibility seriously. So this during this March madness of all this madness, I mean, yeah, it's really something. And even though I was reading scathing reports that there will be still be some people resistant to this vaccine rollout. Fine. I'm just going to say this to you guys. You don't have to take it, but who else wants to take it? Which is those of us like me who want to take it. We'll take it for you. And whenever you feel like changing your mind, I don't know what to tell you. Because by the time that happens, either the things will expire or they'll give it to the next willing person to take the vaccine. You'll just pretty much be left out of it. And have to wait for a next shipment. Or if they discontinue it, you're out of luck and you better wait for her community. But anyways, people, that's what's been happening. That's a report. And also, now that us in California, mainly on the Central Coast, and those of us who live on SLO County, I could honestly say yes, we are in the limited tier now, which is the red tier. That means we have like a 50 to 25 percent, you know, allotment that we're allowed to do and go into certain places even indoors now but of course capacity will be very limited so it means just because it's opening up it doesn't mean it's just like all bets are off and we can like relax and just like lose the mass no we're still in this tier because we're going down the block each block so remember now that we're officially in the red tier because we were in october during that time in the red tier, but unfortunately because of Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and then, of course, uh, people with uh, February's and famous Valentine's Day, they, these are the reasons why we were still stuck in the purple tier. But now that it started to shift downwards in a positive way, not in a negative one, this is why we're starting to see red tiers popping up in the state of California. So, unlike Texas, we're doing the madness thing right we're getting back on track. So, yeah, we're doing what we're supposed to have done. Wait our turn and just wait this out a little longer. And I know the fatigue in people is obvious and it's apparent. And good news is is that people who have like kids in the pre-kindergarten to second grade, those age groups will be allowed to go back to school. And supposedly some middle school and high schoolers too because the whole tier basically got a little bit expanded because now it's like it's kind of more leg room. So it's not exactly like we're still out of the woods. It's just more like looser, revised uh tier stuff. We're just having a little bit more leg room to stretch out. Just not, you know, it's not everything's supposedly back to normal yet. Because remember I told you, in order for things to be back to normal, we would have to be in the yellow tier or lesser that to be officially back to normal and that's when most people will be like vaccinated people were able to initiate herd immunity and then the vaccines if there's still enough or if there's limited supply it'll be you know great because then it'll just be like we're in the yellow tier and people are becoming responsible and being more responsible in that way and responding in that kind of sense so that's why you're gonna see you know that happen when we're in the yellow tier see now we're just two tiers away you know, to freedom. We're just like, we're in the third tier now of the worst of the tiers because we were already in the fourth tier for over the, you know, holidays, you know. So that's the confusing part about this. I think people didn't really explain on TV, but what I got the gist from online and from TV was we're just having more leg room, but still things are under, like, you know, type of, like, uh, a little bit of, like, um... Privilege a little bit of a, a legroom, but just not enough to say like, oh yeah, we're still, you know, we're still under, you know, surveillance. We're still like uh, in response to being responsible about what we're doing with ourselves in a physical way, but socially speaking. So yeah, these are still, we these are still reasons to note that it just means the mask mandates will still be in the buildings. And in public, you know, high congested volume of peoples, but it just won't be like mandated as much in the restrictor phase of the purple tier was. So that's what I'm saying. We just went down a phase because we got into one over the holidays and then we're going back out of that one to go to red, which is basically going down the color phases. So yeah, long story short, we're almost there. We're almost there, people. Let's hopefully we can make it so when the vaccines start rolling out, because now they said the Johnson & Johnson, even though it's about under the 90% um, effective vaccine rate of, you know, effectiveness, it's still a pretty good effectiveness because it doesn't require that much refrigeration, which I think was is a better option, personally speaking. But, of course, you'll have people say, well, 95 and 90 are preferred and, and you know, superb to, vaccination, and so I'm I'm just saying, well, I'm just taking whatever's available, and so I would think maybe those who have uh, trouble with uh, health conditions probably would take the more maximum of that one, and I'm thinking those who have weary uh, feelings about taking any vaccinations, maybe take the ones like the Johnson & Johnson one, if you're not really sure. Those ones say they have an effectiveness of 85, 86 up to almost 90% effectiveness so maybe you need that one because you don't really need the extra you know power behind it because in case if it doesn't work out for you but you could just take that one because it still has enough power to pack a punch and it's still available and it's going to become available pretty soon so there's those and then of course us in California we're just still going to have to just wait it out be cool about it Unfortunately it's just gonna be so trivial, but it's gonna be fun, you know. We're gonna we're gonna do our best to just not be so overly full of ourselves. Um, what people really have to take away from these tears is that, you know, these tears these are a long way and and like I said if Gavin Newsom didn't didn't do this right now, we would be in the most restricted tier right now, in the blue one. So remember this. We weren't prevented from being in the blue one. And over the holidays and over, you know, this time since October of last year, we were in the purple tier the whole time. We were never in the blue one. We just utilized some of the blue tier's restrictions, but we were never in the blue tier. Which I feel like I have to congratulate the governor on this one because... He made it his goal, if not mission, to get us out of it. But of course him, and then recently there's been like a, a surface video or a photo of him and George Lopez were in Fresno for some reason doing some stuff. I think this was just an outreach for like Latino community members and stuff to get people like, you know, energized, raring to go and get motivated to get a shot. And apparently he got in trouble for that. So, that's why people criticize him harshly. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Duly noted, he did this a second time. But I'm like, do you really want to complain about him? You should only complain about this guy if he does it more than three times intentionally within, like, the same time frame and year. I would say, yeah, then you want to complain about him wholeheartedly. You know, the whole shame on you if you do this once, shame on me if I do this twice kind of thing. So, I know it looks bad because of him doing that, but as you know... George Lopez is the celebrity here, so it's not like he's gonna wanna be around, you know, a open area where there's so many people that they're just gonna mob him, and and my belief is that maybe this is why he ended up in that one restaurant or building with the governor because of that whole celebrity concept of a so that's just my belief and thoughts, and so I would just say that's pretty much what happened with the governor was that unfortunately because he was talking to a celebrity and probably that's what the celebrity wanted to do. And also that's probably what the media or, or maybe even Gavin himself wanted to do that in a more respectful if not comfortable place. But I know it just looks bad because of the whole thing. But you know when it comes to stuff like that it's really not because they're intentionally trying to be jackasses. At this time this wasn't him trying to eat out anywhere with his family and forgetting that and being forgetful and be like oops I forgot. This was just him doing like one of those live in person type of videos and stuff like that with someone who's just as, you know, notable and famous as himself. Except George Lopez is way famous than that guy, so. That's like in no way is possible. So I'm thinking what happened was, was that misunderstanding online. I was reading on Twitter too. So that's pretty much what happened. And that's what you pretty much all saw if you were all witnessing that. So that's what happened with Gavin, and unfortunately it ended up with him being the center of that attention. And like I said, at least he's not like two other governors right now. Andrew Cuomo with his, uh, you know, or Gavin, uh, or like, uh, Governor Cuomo, I don't know what his name is, I think his name is Andrew Cuomo, I can't really tell. But anyways, that guy is being, you know, seen as a pervert, and then, um... Greg Abbott's just not helping things. After Texas and their mishap, it's like, really, it's starting to become an obvious sign that it's like, this is not good for the state of Texas right now. But, of course, people want to throw my governor under the bus for some minor misunderstandings and mistakes. But, you know what, we're all human and we fuck up every now and then. But even that, because you're a politician, you're supposed to be, uh, well, you know, unfortunately, this is the true, And this is true with even celebrities, too you're supposed to, you know, be like a leader, supposed to be like the representation to people, is what people look up to and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, guys, they're only human and people will mess up. And, you know, that's the whole hypocrisy of cancel culture and why nobody likes it right now. Some people argue it's because they don't like cancel culture, people like me and others, because it's about us saying whatever we want and not being told what to do or something and and that might be true but unfortunately in this situation it's just like you guys are getting angry but later on he's going to be okay with you guys anyways or be really canceled for something he did what was right you guys are just going to cancel him out because it was just because of little stupid you know heartfelt feelings about during the time that this recession had you know done for you guys and and believe it or not I would believe that too. So anyways, and like I said without Gavin Newsom during this march madness nonsense, we wouldn't be in the red tier again. So I'm just going to say you have yourselves to thank for cooperating and doing the best in these tiers. And I know it was frustrating for some of us, but the looser restrictions to me tells me that the the numbers are going down because what he did was right and it shows that it actually worked. So, believe it or not, maybe Gavin isn't for you, but not everyone's going to be a Gavin, as DeSantis of Florida and Greg Abbott proved of Texas that, you know, we need a lot more Gavin nuisance to run states like Florida and Texas properly, but we need less perverts like Cuomo, who is just being all disgusting. Okay? Let's just be fair. We need less of those kind of weirdos, perverts, careless assholes, who just want to do this because they want to make the public happy and cool with them. But it's like, you know what? You can't always be everybody's buddy. Y'all got to have to understand this. It's not about being a buddy. It's about saving lives. And if you're going to be in a position of power like this, like Gavin Newsom is, I don't think anybody wanted to do this job thinking they're going to end up having to deal with a pandemic and recession all at one. And in, and in un- disbelief, it was just so stupid. But yeah, that's the reality of it. And hopefully during this red tier, in this March Madness update I'm giving you guys for a podcast, is that it's going to be like this hopefully for a while. I'll probably give another update when the tier goes back into the purple. Or if we finally moved out of the red tier and bumped into the orange. Because that's a good sign there too. Remember, it'll only move back if we keep, you know, moving complacency. And like Gavin said in the news today, which I overheard him say during a press conference in of College, Because that's the college I went to, actually. I didn't graduate from college, but I did go there for a couple times. And, yeah. That was my old college. And that's my second community college. Uh, And that's, like, well, it's actually my first community college I went to. But it's, like, I went there for, like, a second time. And another time, but over the summer. But, yeah. And my second one was Allen Hacker College. So, anyways. Those colleges... He decided to go to Cuesta College for some reason and update the whole thing via Cuesta College campus because I recognized it. And then supposedly tonight he went to Ventura. So I'm guessing he's doing a tour update for every place in all over California because he's, you know, seeing everything for what happened and everything is going good under his, you know, administration of power. So yeah, I'm just really looking forward to these um, changes of the restrictions. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really hoping that we like stumble into the orange tier pretty soon. I really hope we do. If we're getting this close to red, I'm looking forward to orange and then yellow. That's all I got to say, people. Let's let's make that our goal. Let's get to yellow. But first, let's, you know, seam roll out of red and orange tier. And let's prevent ourselves from going back to purple. And definitely prevent ourselves from ever even touching Blue tier. So I'm just saying guys, it's a goal. During this March Madness, this would be what well, we should be focusing on, not basketball games. But I know we're going to do it anyways. Because we're all into sports and stuff, which is weird. But that's what I really like. And I think it's awesome. I think it's something we can take away from this situation. So I'm just telling you guys. And that's all i got to say for this podcast update. And pretty much that's it. Thanks for listening. Um, this has been Rosie Says. And I'm Audi, And see you next podcast, peeps. Hi, peeps. It's me again here with another podcast. And, of course, this is talking about the CPAC. And then what y'all saw over the weekend and also with Trump. This shouldn't surprise us. The dude has been giving Bible vibes from the most unbelievable source of conservatism and the most unbelievable biblical sources I've ever thought would never happen but happen again. Apparently Trump's golden, I guess you could say, statue of his short self with his little lame fairy wand and a weird little paper in his hand and in trunks that look like a beach shorts that look so stupid. He looks like he's a midget, but it's a gold statue of him wearing a black, you know, blazer and basically that's the equivalent of a golden calf in the Bible, but in our times it's Trump in in a gold statue. So I saw that and I thought it was hilarious. And I was thinking to myself, man, these morons they're really something aren't they? They really know how to just make things just too stupidly out of proportion. And so apparently they decided to take their stupidity to a new level, which involved a statue made in his I guess honor. And apparently with that honor, it it became unbeknownst to everybody that they were going to be surprising him at the CPAC with such an ugly-ass statue. Ugh. And of course he teased about the idea of running for a third time as a president, and then basically, um, he's going to be running pretty much for the next possible election in four years and stuff. So unfortunately, he's impeached- meant you know, fail number 2, and of course that didn't help out, but he was recently dealing with the controversy of his taxes in New York, I guess I told you guys before. So apparently, now that he's, you know, out, you know, of any responsibility of what he pretty much done on the 6 and for what he had done with his tax handling, now he's just pretty much having all this weird confidence and just, you know, ber- uh, berating around how he's still innocent that the freaking ballots were rigged and all that dumb stuff and yeah of course he's been pretty much you know steamrolling ahead with his nonsense and apparently that's what happened to the CPAC and all the weird people over there like uh, Ted Cruz and all the other nonsense people yeah even that liar from Texas which is lying Ted he was there even though despite Trump you know slandering him and his wife and calling him a liar the liar showed up and still supported his uh, nonsense So yeah, that's what happened in the world of CPAC. Apparently Trump made it and of course he, you know, blasted the Republicans that voted against him. And you know what? Good. Because it really shows people really where the parties went. And basically both parties are no longer one whole party. It's just the Trump orange party and then the Republican red party. And I feel like it should be an orange party and a Trump party anyways because it pretty much was to begin with. But of course, during the CPAC, he did say that he doesn't want to go through with it anyways. And now it's just going to be the same retarded party, but it's just going to be mostly him and his occult and fan base that's going to pretty much be the initial face of the party. So, anyways, people, that's what happened during CPAC, and that was pretty much sad. And long story short, I didn't believe this myself when I saw snippets of this on TV, and I'm just like, wow. And seeing some reports and reading it online, some articles about why that happened, I just thought that was weird. But of course, I'm not surprised. And I'm, you know, equally just like amazed that someone went out of the way and made a golden, you know, statue in his honor. I'm just like, wow. That's the only thing I care about, you know, to talk about. It's just nothing but just stupid stuff, and it's just like, Wow. Takes you away everything, but just like whatever, all this weird stuff, all this. Uh, honestly, it was just so stupid. I, I was just thinking to myself, this wasn't possible. But I guess you know, you just never know. People do strange things when they're when they're motivated. So yeah, that's what happened, and that's what happened with Donald Trump's little CPAC, his um, his statue and all that stuff, and that's all I gotta say with today's tidbits, so, yeah, well, we'll just see you next time with the next tidbits on this podcast, but other than that, I'm Audi, this has been Rosie Says, and, yeah, see you next podcast.